Thank you for listening to Life Church Podcast. For more information, go to lifechurchofcolumbia.org. Thank you, Lord, for uh, this opportunity, Lord, to be a vessel that you would use, that you would speak through. I humble myself. I lean on you. I completely depend on you. I yield myself completely into you, precious Father, that you would have your way, that you would deliver your word, your message, precious Father, that you would teach your people, that they would open up their eyes and that they would know you and come to know you, precious Father. We just pray that your word will not come back void, precious Father, that you would have your way. In Jesus' name, amen. Praise God, glory to God. Y'all sitting over there, uh, Vicky. I almost forgot your name, Miss Vicky. <laughs> I'm sitting over there chilling. She seen, I guess she seen the mic, seen me up here talking about, oh, you got it today, pops. <laughs> I'm like, no, I ain't that old, man. I ain't, I ain't no pops yet like that. I guess it's time to color them gray hairs again. <laughs> Anytime they get to call you pops, it's time to spray something on them grades. I already know what time it is. It's just a sign from the Lord. I already know. I'm already knowing. It's all working for my good. She just, she just want me to go color them grades. Praise God. You got to be aware of the signs. <laughs> That's wisdom. That's wisdom. See, a lot of times we're not aware. You know, you got to be sensitive and aware when things going on, when people come to you. Words is just not words. They have meaning behind it. So it can be signs and all that. <laughs> Praise God. Uh, we're going to come from a title called This Treasure. This Treasure. I like how I underline that. Praise God. And uh, I'm going to come out of 2 Corinthians 4. I'm going to skip around in there. I'm not going to read all of it. I'm going to come from 4, 7 through 9. And then I'm going to skip... Uh, down to 16 through 18, just to uh, pull out what I want to talk about this morning. Already. All right, it says in seven, it says, but we have this treasure and earthen vessels that the excellency of the power may be of God and not of us. We are troubled on every side yet not distressed, we are perplexed, but not in despair, persecuted, but not forsaken, cast down, but not destroyed. Come on now. Skip over to 16, it says, which we faint, which cause we faint not, but though our outward man perish. I want to make a quick note. He says the outward man perish, while ago he called it an earthen vessel. He said, we have this treasure in earthen vessels. And here he says, though the outward man perish, that relates to the earthen vessel. He said, yet the inward man, the inward man relates to the treasure that's inside. The inward, that's just a little note I want y'all to put together, is renewed day by day. For our light affliction, which is but a, for a moment, worketh for us a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory, while we look not at the things which are seen, which is what? My vessel, my earthly vessel, the outward man, but at the things which are not seen, which the treasure. We look at the treasure that's in. It's not seen, the inward man. Ah. For the things which are seen, which is my vessel, my outward man, 
is temporal, but the things which are not seen are eternal. My inward man is eternal. The treasure that is inside is eternal. Eternal spirit. Praise God. I'm going to go to Matthew 14, uh, 22, and read through 31. Praise God. And straightway Jesus constrained his disciples to get into the ship and go and to go before him unto the other side while he sent the multitudes away. And when he had sent the multitudes away, he went up into a mountain apart to pray. And when the evening was come, he was there alone. But the ship was now in the midst of the sea, tossed with waves, for the wind was contrary. And in the fourth watch of the night, Jesus went to them walking on the sea. And when the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were troubled, saying, It is a spirit, and they cried out for fear. But straightway Jesus spoke unto them, saying, Be of good cheer, it is I, be not afraid. And Peter answered him and said, Lord, if it be thou, bid me to come unto thee into the water. And he said, Come. And when Peter was come down out of the ship, he walked on the water to go to Jesus. But when he saw the wind boisterous, he was afraid, and beginning to sink, he cried, saying, Lord, save me. And immediately Jesus stretched forth his hand and called him and said unto him, O thou of little faith, wherefore, or when, at what point didst thou doubt? Praise you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Have your way, precious Father. In 2 Corinthians 4 and 7, he said, We have this treasure in earthen vessels. Treasure is a deposit. It is wealth. It is good and precious things. He said, we have this treasure in earthen vessels. This treasure was deposited way back in Genesis 2 and 7. When, when, when God formed man out of the dust, out of the dust, and he blew his breath into man, he deposited this treasure. Come on now. This treasure was formed way back in Genesis when he first formed the earthen vessel. Come on now. So when God blew himself into man, the, the, God was the treasure in man. Come on now. He was the treasure in man. Amen. So the treasure is the almighty God. The treasure is the spirit himself. The treasure is the Lord of the worlds, the creator of heaven and earth. It is the treasure that we have inside of us. Come on now. Come on now, it is the almighty one. This treasure that we have living on and inside of us is the creator of all things. It is the eternal one. He knows the beginning to the end. He is the all-knowing one, the almighty one. He created heaven and earth. He, he split the seas. Come on now, he raises dead. Come on now, he put on flesh and came down into humanity. Now, come on now, you're talking about this treasure that lives on the inside that we have. It's a treasure, it's a deposit. It is this treasure. It is God. It is the spirit. Come on now. The Lord. He says we have this treasure in the earthen vessel that the excellency of the power may be of God and not of us. Because we have this treasure, he says, we are troubled on every side, yet not distressed. Listen, we are troubled on every side, but because we have this treasure in us, we are not distressed. You see what I'm saying? Okay, it says that we are perplexed, but not in despair. We are not in despair because of the treasure that we have on the inside. 
Come on now. That word, it says we're we troubled on every side, meaning we're suffering tribulations. We're afflicted. We're being pressed hard from every side. But because we have this treasure on the inside, we are not distressed. We are perplexed, meaning we have no way out. We have uh, it's, it's a loss of mentality. It's, it's, it's a stand in doubt. It's, we're, we're, we're out resources. It's a tough place that we're in. But he says, because we, because we have this treasure on the inside, we are not in despair, meaning we have not renounced all hope. Come on now. Because of the treasure that lives inside. All of this is going on, but I'm able to sustain. I'm able to survive. I'm able to maintain because of the treasure that lives on the inside. Come on now. Oh, man. He says, we're persecuted but not forsaken. Why are we not forsaken? Because of the treasure. The Lord that is inside is this treasure that we have. Amen? Cast down but not destroyed because of the treasure. This treasure, again, is Christ. It's the spirit. The treasure is just your, your new born again identity as well. Because when you're born again, those born of spirit become spirit. You now become one with the treasure. Come on now. To be a son of God means I am an extension of God. I am an extension of his spirit. That means the treasure, me and the treasure are one. It identifies the treasure. It says it is eternal. We have eternal life because we are eternal spirit. Come on now. So I am an eternal being. Eternal being. Why? Because I am one with God. I am one with the spirit. So I have eternal life. Come on now. Man, man, man is, is, is spirit. He has a mind and, it's a, and he's in the body. That's in Thessalonians. Come on now. It's a treasure. Let me talk about, go to Psalms 23. Let's see what David had to say about this treasure. It's this treasure. A man say, I have a treasure on the inside. Come on now. And I am one with that treasure. Man, look at David. David had a relationship with this treasure. David had a relationship. He knew what was going on in the inside of him. Come on now. Come on now. A lot of us are born again believers. We come to church and we're often to get ahead, but we hear the word, but we don't have a relationship with the treasure that's inside. It's a treasure. You should be on a treasure hunt. Come on now. You should be out there trying to discover what's going on in the inside of you. Come on now. Come on now. David said the Lord, which is the treasure. <laughs> David said the Lord is my shepherd, meaning this treasure, the spirit, the spirit inside of me, my inward man. It is the shepherd I shall not want because of the treasure. He, the treasure maketh me to lie down in green pastures. The treasure leadeth me beside the still waters. The treasure bestoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil because I have this treasure with me. Oh. I got this treasure with me, man. <laughs> Though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I ain't going to fear no evil. I got this treasure with me. The spirit of God, the God Almighty, the creator of the universe is living in me. I ain't going to fear no evil, and I am one. I am an extension of him. We are one. We are joined together as one. Mm. I didn't even finish the scripture. <laughs> 
I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou prepares a table before me in the presence of my enemies. Thou anointest my head with all my cup runneth over. This is because of the treasure. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the presence of this treasure forever. I will dwell in the presence of this treasure forever. He has a relationship. He knows what's going on. Come on now. He respects it. He honors it. He cherishes it. He values it. Come on now. This treasure that God has deposited in us. Man. Isaiah 26, 3 and 4. Isaiah 26, 3 and 4 says, Thou will keep him. Talking about the treasure. Y'all ain't understanding what's going on, man. Y'all ain't understanding what's going on. Let me get to that. Thou will keep him in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on the treasure, because he trusteth in thee. Your, the, wherever your treasure is, your heart will be also. That's what the scripture says. <laughs> He said, if your mind, if your, if your treasure is in me, that means your heart, your mind is going to be on me. So if, your, if, if I'm your treasure, then I will keep your mind in perfect peace. Come on now. Come on now. That word stayed, he says, to keep your mind stayed on me. That word stayed means to lean on. It means to depend on. It means to prop up on. Come on now. So, so I am because I am able to lean on this treasure. I'm able to depend on this treasure. This treasure is strong enough. Let me go to this next scripture. 26, 26 and 4 says, trust you in the Lord, this treasure that's on the inside of you forever. For in the Lord, Jehovah, in this treasure is everlasting strength. Meaning, it's an everlasting rock. I'm able to lean on this treasure. I'm able to prop up on this treasure. Come on now, I have to, but in order for me to lean on something and to trust in this, I must have a relationship with him. I must know what's going on on the inside of me. Come on now, if I, if I, got, a, if I got a chair right here that got, that got three legs on it, I'm not finna prop up on that. You see what I'm saying? I, ain't, I don't put no trust in that. I don't, you see what I'm saying? It's not stable enough. So you have to know God to be that rock, that everlasting rock that is strong enough. And you say, look, I am able to cast my cares on you because you can handle it. I can depend on him. I can lean on him. I can keep my mind focused on him. Come on now, because I trust in him. But I can't trust in him if I don't know him, if I don't know what's going on, if I'm not aware of this treasure that I have with me. He says, trust in the Lord forever. Trust in this treasure. This, this, you got to have, have a serious relationship. He says, trust in this treasure. Trust in the Lord forever. Forever means every moment. Meaning there should not be a time in your life where you are not trusting in this treasure. God, that's heavy, ain't it? <laughs> That should not even exist a time in your life where you're not trusting in the treasure. He said, trust in the treasure forever. That's heavy. So not trusting in God should never exist in your life if you understood and knew that in him, he said, he said, because trust in the Lord forever because in him is everlasting strength. So he, he gives you the reason why you can trust in the Lord. Come on now. In him is everlasting strength. Amen. Amen. He said, I will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on me. 
Perfect peace is a mind without conflict. It's a mind without war. It's a mind without turmoil. He said, we look not at the external things of life, but we keep our mind on this treasure. We keep our mind on what's going on in the inside. And when I focus and if I turn my, quit looking on the external things and I turn within and pay attention to the treasure, come on now. Set my mind on the things that is in the inside. Look not at which is seen, then I can have perfect peace. Come on now. Man. He is a rock, again, that you can prop up on, a rock that you can hold your, he can hold your weight. He says, cash all your cares on me. Come on now. If you keep your mind on the treasure, your mind will be in perfect peace. Come on, man. If God is your treasure or your treasure is, is God, is, is God your treasure or is your treasure on earthly temporal things? Because where your treasure is, your mind will follow. Is your treasure in your house, your, your spouse, your things, anything external, your flesh, anything outside of itself? You see what I'm saying? Because the perfect peace comes from a mind that is on the, looking on the inside. If my mind is on external things, then I cannot walk in perfect peace. Because perfect peace, uh, external things come up and they fall. I can have uh, 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 my house note, if, if I'm not able to pay my house note, and, and if that's my treasure, then I lose my peace. It's a conflict in my mind. You see what I'm saying? So if, 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 if I'm holding on to external things, if external things is my treasure, when things are not going right in the external world, then I lose my peace. So an uh, indication that your, your treasure is in the external things is when things are not going right in your life, you fall into mental turmoil and conflict. Come on now, it is an indication that your treasure is in the wrong place because your mind is not in perfect peace based on the situation that you're living in. Well, I felt like that was God right there. <laughs> you ever get up here and just feel like that was the Holy Spirit that took over real quick? <laughs> oh, this is fun. Proverbs 3 and 5 says, trust in the Lord, the treasure that's in you with all your heart. Lean not to your own understanding. He says, in all thy ways acknowledge him and he shall direct your paths. Put all your trust in the spirit, this treasure that is within. He said, he is the all-knowing one. He's the all-knowing one. It's God Almighty. He's the all-knowing one. You have the all-knowing one living on the inside of you. So lean not on your own understanding. <laughs> Why would you go off your own mental intellect, which is only uh, accumulated, uh, uh, have value of what you've picked up on from experience, what you've learned, when you got the almighty, all-knowing one? Come on now. All your mind can do is tell you what's logical, what I see, what I hear, what I experience over my life. Come on now. But the one that is on the inside, he's the all-knowing one. So why would you lean on that fragile, come on now, on your fragile understanding that knows nothing? When you got the treasure that lives inside of you, you got a treasure. We ain't taking advantage of this treasure. It says acknowledge him. See, that's what the problem is right here. He says in all your ways, acknowledge him. That means recognize him. Get acquainted with him. Comprehend him. Understand him. Know this treasure. Mm -mm -mm. And he shall direct your paths, make you prosperous. You must know him. 
You must get acquainted with him. It's a treasure that's in the inside of you. You're supposed to search it out. Come on now. Seek and you shall find this great treasure that's on the inside of you. Get acquainted with the spirit. Get acquainted with the inner man. You are a born again believer. You are born of the spirit. You are spirit. It is a new identity. You are one with God. Get acquainted with your new identity. Get acquainted with the God that's living on inside of you. You have to know who you are, who God is. Come on now. Get acquainted. Acknowledge him in all that you do. Every time that you move, it is the spirit that lives within that is giving you strength to move. It is the spirit of God that is breathing through you. The spirit is the breathing being in man. So every time I do something, I, I just acknowledge it as, oh, come on now. <laughs> I have no ability outside of this spirit. The spirit is the ability. God is the power. He is the force. He is the source that causes you to move, that raises you up in the morning, that gives you the strength. He's strength. Come on, now he's everything about you. He's the inside. He's the inward man. Without the spirit of God, if I was to remove my spirit from this body, this body would drop dead right here. I'm talking about no expression, no life, no form, no movement. So the almighty one, the treasure is what is holding me up. You got to get acquainted with what's going on inside of you. Man. John 10. Let's go to John. What is John? Did I? I don't even know. Let me look him up. <laughs> what is John 10? I don't know. Let me find John 10 because I ain't, I ain't, uh, Y'all good? It's this treasure that's on the inside. John 10. What I said, I said you must know this treasure. You must get acquainted with him. Amen? And then I went into John 10, 11. He says, I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd giving his life for his sheep. But he that is a hireling and not the shepherd who's, who's his own the sheep. No, hold on. Y'all forgive me. What I say, John 10 and 23. I am tripping, but it's all good. Because I got this treasure in me, so I don't care. You feel me? <laughs> I can trip. I can flip out. I can lose it. I ain't going to sweat it. I got a treasure in me, man. It's bigger than all my problems in this. You know what I'm saying? It's bigger than my insecurities. It's bigger than my flaws. It's bigger than my imperfections. Come on now. What I'm going to get down on myself for when I got this treasure living on the inside of me? I ain't tripping on none of this. You know what I mean? We're going to John 10, 23. Come on now. And Jesus, that's what I'm talking about is knowing this treasure. Now check this out. And Jesus walked into the temple in Solomon's porch. Then came the Jews round about him and said unto him, How long does thou make us to doubt? If thou be the Christ, tell us plainly. Jesus answered them, I told you. <laughs> I told you I'm the treasure that's inside of you already. I told you I'm existing in you, but you believe not. The works that I do in my Father's name, they bear witness. <laughs> they bear witness, praise God. But you believe not because you are not of my sheep. And I said unto him, to you, my sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. The treasure is the shepherd. The sheep hear the voice of the shepherd. They know him. You have to know his voice 
You have to know him in order to follow him. Come on now. Amen. If I don't know him and if I don't know his voice, then I'm not going to follow him. It's just make, it's, it's makes, you know what I'm saying? So you have to know the treasure. You have to know the Lord. You have to know the spirit that lives within. So on that note, now let's go back to my text of Matthew 14 again. You got to know him. Check out this, man. Trouble coming from every angle, but you are resting. Mm. It's because you know him. You must know the spirit. He's the shepherd. You got to know his voice. In the troubled times when you walk through the valley of the shadows, you don't fear because you trust and you know him. You have to know him. All right. Y'all got to Matthew 14. I'll install as long as I can. Okay, verse 24, he said, but the ship was now in the midst of the sea. He's talking about the ship after Jesus had sent them away and they was on the ship, right? So they on this ship and it's tossed with waves for the wind was contrary. The ship is a vessel. When you look it up, it's a vessel. And this ship, and this ship, this a vessel. And this ship, they have, uh, they have plans. They, they, they. He, Jesus told them to go this way. So, so they have, and this ship and this vessel, it has already have a plan to go in a certain direction. You know what I'm saying? We on a mission here. We gonna go this way. You see what I'm saying? So, so it says, uh, so the ship represents someone that has has their mind made up that uh, uh, my 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 plans, my finances is gonna look like this. Come on now, I got a certain direction how my life's supposed to look. Uh, my, me and my spouse, my marriage is going to look like this. I got a certain direct, you know what I'm saying? I got a certain plan, I got a certain outlook, a certain direction that I'm heading into that I've planned for my family. I've planned this and I, and I expect things to go this way. You see what I'm saying? We're headed in a direction. It is a vessel that is, that is headed in a certain direction. Come on now. But it, this vessel faces contrary winds, meaning it is a wind. It is, a, it is, it is opposition, come on now, that is, that is taking you off course now. So now you have a mentality that I'm focused and I'm going this way, but now you have contrary wind. You have hindrances, obstacles that's come up. Your finances don't look like they're supposed to look now. I did the math, and I thought I was going to have this amount of money to pay this, but it ain't adding up. You see what I'm saying? It's a contrary wind. Uh, my, my marriage ain't looking like it's supposed to look right now. Come on now. So, so it says this wind, it says this contrary wind, it says it tossed them. That word toss means to torment. It means to torture. So what it is, it's talking about the mind. Because they came against contrary winds, their mind was tormented. Their mind was tortured. Come on now. Because things ain't going the way that they had planned. Come on now. That's just a little something. That ain't, that ain't my point, but come on now. Come on now. 25 says, and in the fourth watch of the night, Jesus went walking, went into them walking on the sea. All right. And when the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were troubled, saying, it is a spirit. And they cried out of fear. That's because they didn't recognize him. They said, we walking on the sea. He was walking on the sea. They didn't recognize him. What that means? They don't know that God was able. He don't know his capabilities of doing the impossible. Come on now. You have to know the treasure that lives in you is capable of doing the impossible. They didn't recognize him because he was walking on the ship. I don't know you. I don't know you enough to know that you can do stuff like that. 
Come on now, you must know the capabilities of the treasure that lives within you. Come on now. So they were afraid because I didn't, I don't recognize you for doing impossible things, meaning I'm not acquainted with you. I don't know you like that. Come on now. Come on now. Man. Come on, man. They didn't recognize him. We have God that's, that's within us and we don't know his capabilities. We have a God. We have God Almighty living on the inside of us and we don't even know his capabilities. Come on, man. But straightway Jesus spoke. He spoke. Check this out. He spoke unto them saying, be of good cheer. It is I. He identified himself. This is God living on the inside of you now. Listen, when you, when you, when you read a scripture, and you're talking about Christ. You have to understand when I read the book uh, and it's talking about Jesus Christ, you're talking about a spirit that's living on the inside of you. All the characters in the Bible represent mindsets. So, 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 so like uh, uh, Peter, John, all of these guys, it's, 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 it's a relationship between the spirit and a certain mindset. Come on now. That's why, that's why you can read the Bible and, and, and you can easily identify with any one of the characters at different times in your life. You see what I'm saying? Based on the experience, because the Bible is, 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 is about the spirit, how God, the spirit, deals with a certain mindset. You see what I'm saying? And all of this is internal. It's going on within you. Does it make sense? That's just a note, man. You know what I mean? Come on. Listen to this, though. Jesus, Jesus spoke unto him and saying, be of good cheer. It is I. He identified himself. He spoke. Be not afraid. And Peter answered him and said, Lord, if it be thou, bid me to come into thee, into the water. What you mean? What you mean if it be thou? Come on. You don't know the voice of God. I just said, it is me. Be of good cheer. I identified myself. I spoke to you. You doubted at the beginning. Well, if it be you, what you mean? You don't know. So what you're talking about? I got, I'm hearing the voice of God, but I don't even recognize his voice. Come on now. Come on now. I'm hearing, Peter is hearing the voice of God. He didn't even recognize his voice. He doubted it. He said, Lord, if it be you. Come on now. And then he said, bid me to come. That word bid means command me. Come on now. What that is, is some of us, we don't recognize the voice of God. We have no relationship. I don't recognize his capabilities. I don't know his voice. But all I know about God is when he commands me to do something. The only relationship I have with God is when he's telling me, Here, do this. Go pray for them. Go pray for them. If God says anything else in my mind, oh, if it's you, he don't know. I don't know God on that level. All I know is the word. All I know is his commandments. All I know is what to do and what not to do. I know the word, but I don't know the God of the word. Come on now. All I know, that's all my relationship consists of. Come on now. If it's you, command me. He said, prove that it's you. Prove that it's you by giving me a commandment. Meaning the only way I can recognize God if he's commanding me to do something. That's a shallow relationship with the treasure that live was in. Come on now. He's set, he's set up for failure this whole way. He's not going to walk across the water with this cable mindset. He don't, he don't recognize God and his capabilities. I don't know his voice. All I know about God is, I don't supposed to do this. I don't supposed to do that. The Bible says, that's, that's the only relationship I got. Man. I don't know the voice of God. I don't recognize him. You know the word, what you should do, what you should not do, and that's it. Come on now. 
if all you know is the word, it's hard to follow a word when you don't know the person who speaks it. <laughs> Words don't carry weight if you don't know the person behind it. Come on now. So Peter got out of the boat based on a command. I got out of the boat based on a command. I'm going to do what you say. Then the storm came. I saw the storm. I don't know you enough to trust in you to keep my eyes on you. I don't know you enough to trust in you, to lean on you, to depend on you. I don't know your voice. All I know is this word, what this word says to do and not to do. I don't have a personal relationship with you. I'm not intimate with you. I don't comprehend you. I don't understand you. I don't know what you're about. All I know is this word. So he get out of the boat and he don't have enough relationship to completely trust in him. So he looks at the storm that which is seen and he starts to sink. He said, I will keep you in perfect peace if you keep your mind stayed on me because you trust in me. I am an everlasting strength, but because I don't know you, I can't keep my mind on you. So when I see something, I got, I fall for that. I don't know you. I can't trust on you. Can't lean on you. Man, he started to sink, man. Knowing a word only is not enough to keep your mind focused. He saw the storm and began to sink. Man, that's the same thing that happened in the garden. <laughs> hmm. I'm going to tell you what happened in the garden. Adam heard the command of God. God said, don't eat other fruit. If you do it, you're going to die. He heard the command, right? The enemy said, did he surely say that? Are you surely going to die? Come on now. God said, that fruit going to kill you. They looked at the fruit and said, man, it look good to eat. Come on now. They lean to their own understanding. I'm looking at this fruit. It look good to eat, right? So they ate of the fruit. Why? They didn't trust God. They didn't know God couldn't lie. They didn't know God couldn't lie. They didn't trust his character. He told them something, and I didn't even trust your character when you told me that I was going to die. I didn't believe in your character. I didn't believe you was integrity. You know what I'm saying? You had integrity. I didn't believe you was honest. I didn't believe you knew what you was talking about. Come on now. I trusted my own eyes. I seen this fruit as I can eat this. It looks good. God being all-knowing that can see past what you can see, seeing that it was death. Come on now. <laughs> it's the same thing. They don't have enough relationship to say, man, God, he's, he's faithful. I can trust him. I can rely on him. The enemy is trying to tell me one thing. No, I'm listening to what God says. You see what I'm saying? If you don't have this relationship with God to where you know him and understand him, you're going to fall for anything. You, you constantly leaning on your own understanding. You constantly paying attention to numbers. You constantly watching what's going on on the external. Oh, this ain't adding up. Oh, I need to do this. I need to do that. No, what did God say? And if God did say something or you heard somebody speak about God to you on your situation, you don't believe it. You don't know. You don't have no faith in it. You don't have no trust in it. You doubt. So Jesus told Peter, he said, wherefore did you doubt? When did you doubt? He doubted in the beginning. He had no chance of completing this mission to walk across that water. He doubted in the beginning. He was, he was set up for failure from the beginning. Wherefore did you doubt? Doubt means, in that particular text, to have a lack of confidence in Christ. 
He didn't have no confidence in Christ, so he doubted. Come on now. He didn't know his God can do the impossible. I don't know you. So we got this treasure that's within, this almighty God. Come on now. We don't know him. We don't know. Man. I want to, because me and Kobe, we was talking about it. See, we know God to a certain level. We know the word, and we don't know God on this, on this intimate level. And, we, and we're growing. You know, we're all seeking it. We're all trying to, okay, that was God. You know what I'm saying? But just using, and not to condemn it, because me and you had this conversation in the shop. But anyway, last week, Kobe got up here, and he said, he said, uh, he had a job to go do, and then uh, he heard something in his, he heard something say, you know, get this tool out the shed. I need this tool. He brushed it off. Went on down to Allah, found out this tool that he brushed off in his mind, this is the tool that he needed. You see what I'm saying? So, the voice of God, the voice of God. Come on now. He didn't, now, now, now there's no condemnation because we all, we all growing, but he didn't recognize, man, that, that's God saying to get this tool. You see what I'm saying? It's an intimate voice. It's an intimate relationship that God is trying to have with us in our everyday life. And God is saying we have the mind of Christ. So when thoughts just pop up, it's just not regular thoughts. Come on now. Come on now. So it was the voice of God that's saying, hey, get this tool. So 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 I didn't I didn't get the tool because I didn't recognize it. But if God was if Kobe walking in the grocery store and God says, Kobe, go pray, go lay hand on the sick, go do that. Kobe, Kobe going to recognize God when he tell him to do something. You see what I'm saying? Does that make, I'm not trying to, I'm just saying it's just an example that we're trying to use. We don't recognize God in the everyday intimate relationship. So we miss out, we miss out on so many things. How many times have you said, man, something told me to do that? Man, I, man, I knew I should have. You see what I'm saying? You're not intimate with the spirit. You're not intimate with the treasure that's within. You don't recognize the voice of God. All you recognize if he say, hey, go get him $50. Oh, okay, that's the Lord speaking right there. I, I can recognize that, but you don't recognize him when he say, hey, uh, get you a bite to eat. Get you a bite to eat right now. I did that the other day. I was cutting hair, and I was headed, headed to my mama's house. So when I got through cutting hair, I got my car. Get you a bite to eat. Simple. I don't need nothing to eat. You know what I'm saying? Went on to my mama's house, like the passed out out there. You know what I'm saying? Like the passed out. I'm so hungry and, and I'm feeling bad. I'm feeling weird. You see what I'm saying? I didn't recognize the voice of God just telling me to get something to eat. Stop and get you something to eat. Come on now. And then I get into this situation. I'm like, man, come on now. You have to have this intimate relationship. You have to acknowledge him in all things and then he will direct your path. But look, I can't, if I'm not acknowledging him, if I'm not aware of him, then he can't direct my path. I can't follow him. So we miss it so many times and not even realize it. Come on now. We miss it all day, every day because we're not acquainted with the one that's living on within. Come on now. I don't know how long I've been teaching. Man. So to survive the storms, you must turn your eyes and your treasure on the treasure that lives within. You got to know him per personally. Nothing else matters. Seeking you shall find. Once you get to know him, you will lean, learn who you are in him. I can tell y'all a million times about you, the offspring of God. You are the spirit. You, I mean, I can tell you. Man, I sit up here, and, and every time I teach, I think I tell, tell somebody we the spirit living in this body. You know what I'm saying? I'm an eternal spirit living in this body. If you don't, if you don't go home and investigate, my words ain't going to mean nothing. 
Come on, man. When he, when he, when he talking about in, in Corinthians, I'm going to go to another little side. When he talking about in, in Corinthians, he says, he says, we look not to the things that are seen, but to the things that are unseen, that's not seen. That's the eternal spirit that lives within. We keep our eyes focused on this, focused on this eternal spirit. And, and, this, and we're talking about troubles and problems in, in Corinthians. So he says, if you keep your eyes on this eternal spirit, if you approach life from this eternal perspective, it's easy to handle problems and situations. Why? He says, because everything that happens is momentary. Everything is just a moment, right? So how does this work? I'm going to give you some tools. I'm going to get out of here. If you recognize that you are eternal spirit living in a body, right? I live forever. You live forever. Say it. Say it. I live forever. I live forever. Relax and rest. You can relax and rest. I live forever. <sighs> I can rest. I live forever. Okay? Check this out. I'm an eternal spirit. I live forever. I'm from another country just visiting. I'm a pilgrim passing through. Everything that happens in this body, well, if I get sick, whatever, it's temporary. God says, the, God says your life in this flesh is like a vapor. It, it go by so quick. I'm eternal spirit. I'm resting. This body is not eternal. The body has a birth date and a death date. You know what I'm saying? I'm eternal spirit. I don't. This body can get sick. I will not focus on the body. I stay focused on me being eternal spirit living in this body. This too going to pass real fast. So why would I let something so temporary take my mind away from me? Not only am I talking about the body, but you're talking about any occurrence while we're on earth. Any occurrence, any problem, any situation that arise, Michael, is something that's, I'm an eternal spirit that lives forever. This problem, it comes and it goes. I live forever, dude. You feel me? Every problem that come my way gonna go. This too gonna pass. Every situation that come, it got to go. It's temporary. So what I'm gonna do, I'm gonna sit back, I'm gonna watch it come, I'm gonna watch it go. I'm not gonna allow my mind to get attached and run off with it. You see what I'm saying? Come on now. I'm gonna sit back and I'm gonna rest in my true identity, my eternal spiritual self. I'm gonna watch that thing come and I'm gonna watch it pass by. I'm not going to get involved. I'm not going to keep my mind on that which is temporary. I'm keeping my mind on that which is eternal, which is me, my inward man, my spirit self. Come on now. So I'm going to rest. That's how he says you deal with problems because they're momentary. And I'll keep my eyes on that which is eternal. You see what I'm saying? So everything that comes and goes, it just passes. I remember uh, Alicia Grummon, Momo. She, uh, she, was, she, was, she was on her deathbed. She, I'm talking about breathing her last few breaths. And they called me to, to, to stay that morning. It was a few hours before she passed away. I was to sit on duty and, and, and watch her. So she laying in her bed, and, and she's, she's, she's going to pass soon. So what I'm saying, I'm in this room, and I'm watching her. And I got up, and I leaned over, and I, I imagined that it was me on this deathbed. I imagined it was me taking my last breath. I did. And I looked over my life, and I looked over my life, and I looked how fast it went. Man, it went by so fast. I don't know about y'all, but 40 got here fast for me, so I'm imagining these next few years I got, it's going gonna, it's gonna to come and go quick. So I'm laying over there, and I'm looking over my life, and I'm looking over my life, and 
I started to regret. I'm only here for a few days in this vessel, and I started to regret. Every time I walked in fear, every time I wasn't in faith, I regretted every fight that I ever had with somebody. I regret wasting one moment on problems. You see what I'm saying? Because this thing, can't, it comes and goes so fast, and you and you sitting here fighting your spouse, and, and, and this day you might be gone tomorrow, and you done wasted your day fighting with your spouse. You done wasted your day on this problem. And we only here for, y'all don't understand how we move in this vessel and we move out. Come on, quickly. And we eternal spirit. Don't waste your time and days on external problems. It's all so petty. It is so, so petty. Listen, we are created for one thing, to come here from heaven and make a heavenly deposit, a heavenly contribution to this earth. I come here to allow the spirit to express himself through me, to make a heavenly deposit on earth. I didn't come here to get caught up in problems and, and you see what I'm saying? Situations to be stressing out over foolishness. Come on now. I'm not here for that. Come on now. The kid, enemy coming to steal, kill, and destroy. That's what he's taking. He's taking your peace. He's taking your mind. Focus on your eternal self. All you got to do is chill, man. I live forever, man. That problem got the past. The old lady, she tripping today. She'll be all right tomorrow. You see what I'm saying? I'm not finna trip because she tripped. It'll be all right. You feel me? It's going to be all right. It's got the past. And I don't care, man, I've been dealing with stuff in my flesh, uh, health issues, seem like for 20 years. Sometimes it try to get me down, then I just get back in my mindset. Man, I'm, man, I'm eternal spirit. I'm going to be out this body in a minute. For real, it helps me. Come on now. That's what the scripture was talking about. He says we're able to, we're able to overcome these things because we look at them, it's just a moment. And I'm eternal spirit. Keeping your eyes on that which is eternal. Amen? That which is eternal is the inward man. It's the treasure. You have to understand yourself as spirit. You have to understand God. You have to understand this treasure that you're in. Amen? Praise God. I'm about to wrap it up, y'all. I hope y'all got something out of that. <laughs> Let me see what I got. Let me see if I want to read this. If I want to leave y'all on a positive note or read this. Uh, no, I'm gonna leave. I'm gonna put. I'm gonna put. Y'all on a positive. Y'all looking real good. But I'm finna. I'm finna kill that. <laughs> I don't even care. This two gonna pass. If you get mad, it's gonna pass. I ain't tripping. <laughs> no, let me read this. Uh, I'm gonna read it because it's here. Psalms 95. It's long. I'm gonna read it though. In the Passion Translation. I got, come on, everyone, let's sing for the joy, for joy to the Lord. Let's shout our loudest praises to our God who saved us. Mm -mm -mm. Everyone come meet his face with a thankful heart. Don't hold back your praises. But not hold back your praises. Make him great by your shouts of joy. For the Lord is the greatest of all. This treasure you're talking about. King God over all other gods. In one hand, he holds the mysteries of the earth. In the other hand, he holds the highest mountain's peaks. Man, he's the owner of every ocean, the engineer and sculptor of earth itself. You're talking about the treasure that lives within. Come and kneel before this creator God. Bow down before your own spirit, man. Come and bow before, his might, before the mighty God, our majestic maker. For we are the lovers he cares for. And he is the God we worship. So drop everything else and listen to his voice. Listen to that voice. For this is what he's saying. Today what I speak, don't even think about turning a deaf ear to me. Like they did when they tested me at Meribah and Massah, the place where they argued with me, their creator. 
Your ancestors challenged me over and over with their complaining. Listen to this. Even though I had convinced them of my power and love, they still doubted my care for them. Convinced. You got to be convinced. He convinced. God proves himself over and over to us in our experiences. Man, you can look at life. Just observe the creation. Observe yourself. Observe things that's going on in you. Look around. God is mighty and powerful. Come on now. Don't doubt him. Amen? Get to know him because that is the way that you stand through the trial. You lean on the one that's on the inside. Come on now. I'm resting in him. I'm trusting in the almighty, all-knowing one. Amen? Praise God. That's the end of my message. Uh, Y'all get something? Clap. (laughs) I'm going to pray. Lord, Lord, we just want to thank you. We want to thank you for you, precious Father. We want to thank you for you have deposited yourself in us. You are the treasure, Lord. We worship you. We praise you, Lord. You are the almighty one. We lift you up. We acknowledge you. We recognize that you are the all and in all. You are through all. You give us strength. You give us power. You give us life. You give us ability. Precious Father, I pray right now that you would help us to, 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 uh, to acknowledge you, to recognize you, to come to know you at a deeper level, Lord. That way we can trust on you. That way we can lean on you and depend on you in, tri- in trials. And that we can rest in your presence and your abilities, precious Father. We just pray that you would have your way in our life and that we will be- know you well, precious Father. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you for listening to Life Church Podcast. For more information, go to lifechurchofcolumbia.org.